What up? You're listening to Two Shots the Line with Nick and Skur. I'm Skur. I'm Nick. What's going on? How's everyone doing? Um, so, yeah, what did you think about the Hawks game last night? It was a great game, man, at least at times. It definitely, at times, looked like we were fighting. We were staying in that game. And at the end, the Hawks just had too much firepower for us. But without our starting five and uh, no Jalen Brown either, I'm wondering what the game looks like with the two of them on the floor last night. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think uh, it would have turned out probably a little differently. Uh, I think we could have gotten uh, had the game a little bit closer because it didn't really feel close at most of that game anyway. Um, yeah, it was one, 99 to 110, but it felt like a 20-point loss to me. There's times, I mean, we were right there with it. And I got to tell you, in the beginning of that game, Al Horford was locking down. Yeah. Young. I mean, Trey Young, I think, had one point after the first. I mean, that's crazy. Yep. Uh, they started, the Hawks started running a couple different sets during the second half of that game. So Trey Young ended up getting his, but you know, Horford actually did a pretty good job of shutting him down. And it makes me think if you have Rob Williams out there too, you can have a really good one, two combination to shut a point guard out. Cause Rob Williams is explosive. He can guard out the line. He takes a little too many risks trying to block shots, but I mean, what were your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think if Williams was out there, he would have um, definitely affected Trey Young's shot a lot more, and would have had we would have had some interior presence because we haven't really had it um, the last couple games where he's been out. Um, but he has been playing a season high in minutes, and it's definitely showing. Um, mm-hmm. He just loves being out on the floor. He does take those risks for blocking shots, but he is blocking a lot of shots on top of that and not making dumb fouls like Tice was a few years ago. Yeah. Seems like anytime Tice was on the floor, Tice would, just, Tice would breathe on someone. Yeah, he would literally look at someone and uh, foul out. It's insane. Um, but Tatum had a pretty good game uh, 34 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Um, and I think he shot just over 50%. So um, his, it looks like he's kind of coming out of his slump, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully he can k- keep that going when Brown comes back. Yeah, you can hope. Um, and I, I'm really looking forward to the next game we have, which is against the Lakers. Um, it's rumored that LeBron might be coming back. Uh, which could be huge. Um, and I saw that Brown and Williams were both questionable for that game, so there's a chance they're both back as well. Yeah, is that a home game? I can't remember. Or is it on the road? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me look into that really quick. I believe it is home, though. Okay, yeah, I, I just feel like um, if it is a home game, I definitely think Brown and Williams will be back. But um, if it's a road game, I think they might sit this one out. Um, it's a home game. It's a home game. All right, yeah, the Lakers are 8-8, eight and eight too, so they're not doing so hot. No, um, I mean, they haven't had LeBron either, but... They haven't had LeBron. On, but I mean, AD was playing like a monster, except for the other night against the Bulls, where he literally looked like he could care less and did not want to be there, which you can't have from your cornerstone guy. And it was hilarious watching him get tossed. Did you see that? I did not see that. Oh no. my god, it was so funny. So his shoe came off on a uh, possession. He scored, I believe, and then he was trying to put his shoe on, and the ref like uh, let the uh, dude inbound the ball and. He said something to the ref and immediately got a technical. Oh, he injected. must have said those magic words. Yep, um, but it was his second technical of the night, so he got tossed. Um, he clearly did not want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just curious because if without Rob Williams, we're pretty much screwed in the paint without uh, with AD playing. Yeah, without you need Rob Williams on the floor against the Lakers, unfortunately, because with that kind of team, I mean, I remember back when we used to play, I believe it was the Cavaliers. Whenever LeBron would get switched off of uh, one of the guys who was covering him. He would eat us alive. You know, Rob Williams has that versatility. He can kind of stay with those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. And also, Williams has done a pretty good job on Davis in the past. Yep. So, I mean, I definitely think we would need him in that game. But we also need Brown's offensive output. So, as you were just saying, you really have to hope that Tatum can keep this up and then Brown can come back and be some kind of approximation of what he was. Yeah, I agree. And I think, like, if Tatum has another night like he did last night against the Hawks, I think we'll be in good shape. Um, but... 
the interior defense, I don't think Al's going to be able to sustain for the whole entire game. Um, and Cantor, I mean, obviously he's not known as a defensive guy, mm-hmm. but he has been playing pretty decently for us in the f- spot minutes that he's gotten. So it's, it's funny you bring up Cantor. I mean, there's been a lot of drama with Cantor in the media of late. Uh, back in October, he ended up calling out the Chinese government. Uh, a quote from Cantor, he posted this on Twitter, states that, Dear Brutal Dictator... Xi Jinping and the Chinese government, Tibet belonged to the Tibetan people. Uh, back in the, then November 14th rolls around, you know, Cantor wasn't really getting any many games. At that point, he had played just two games. I'm yep. not sure. He played his third game of the year that night. I'm not sure what time the tweet came out. But he ended up tweeting, keep limiting me on the court. I will expose you off the court. Which then quickly sparked a response from Coach Udoka stating, I don't have social media. I've heard of some things, but guys have the right to express their views, and I have said that from day one. Nothing basketball-related will be based on any of that. For starters, you buying that? Uh, honestly, I didn't even hear about that until you'd mentioned it to me. Um, I just, I'm kind of on Udoka's side because, I mean, what does Canner have to say? He's just pissed that he's not getting minutes like he was when he was playing for the Blazers, um, but now he's getting minutes because Williams is out, and you know he's a good veteran center, um, but Udoka's a defensive-minded guy. Mm-hmm. Canner does not do that. In my opinion, I think Canner looks lost this year. I, I was excited when we brought him back. Yeah, I remember you were saying you were hyped that we brought him back, which I was too. I agree completely. He just doesn't look like the same player out there. He looks lost at times. Uh, his, he's got hands of butter lately. You know, He'll try to grab a board and it just goes right like through whoop. his hands. And the one thing I've noticed too with him out there, and I don't know if it's a style of play. I, I know that the Celtics have played this way for a very long time under previous coaches. But I know it's usually been like a rebound by uh, rotation type thing where the guards will come in, grab boards. And it's not just the big guys. Mm-hmm. But when Cantor's out there, he's used to grabbing the boards. I saw a couple times during the Hawks game, at least three times, Cantor would go up for the board. One of the guards would come and snap it from him. And it almost led to a couple turnovers. So I just, it doesn't, the fit doesn't look right anymore. And it's upsetting because I think a guy like Cantor is important. But, you know, if he's unhappy with his role, he, there's no way he lasts the year on this team. No, um, he definitely could be traded to a team that needs just, like, a center or something for to come off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed, like we said, how he was trying to snatch a rebound and, like, the guards are coming in and get it. I do like that style of play when, like, um, the point guard or the mm-hmm. shooting guard grabs the ball and or even, like, you know, Tatum or Brown grabs it and just quick quickly runs up the court, um, which kind of brings me to my next point is, um, Schroeder's been balling since Jalen Brown's been out. Um, he's been grabbing a few rebounds per game and just taking it up the court. Do you think uh, his play can sustain well uh, when Brown comes back? I would like to think so, but I'm not going to lie. The way Schroeder's playing, it almost looks like he needs to be in the starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think our offense has been running better with a point guard that looks to pass first mm-hmm. and isn't worried about chucking up threes. And it's not a shot, that's not a shot against Marcus Smart. Um it, it just turning into one of those odd man out lineups right now, and that's what's worrying me about this team. I don't know if we either need to start going small again, but then what do you do with Al? In the combination of Al and Time Lord has been pretty successful at points. This yeah. Year. Um. So do you go small ball and start running Tatum at the four again, um, or do you look to move somebody? Um. I mean, we do have some. I've heard a few rumors of uh, trades, but uh, nothing like as far as centers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um. One trade rumor that I've heard recently is uh, if we should trade with uh, my team, the Spurs, mm-hmm. um, for Dejounte Murray, who has been balling. He's a you know point guard, shooting guard type. He just handles the offense there. He's six foot four with a six ten wingspan. He's a big guy, yeah. So he's long. He can defend. 
Um, comes from the pop uh, system, so he does make good like basketball plays and uh, strong IQ. This season, he's averaging 19 points per game, eight rebounds, and eight assists. So, I mean, that assist number is great because uh, how many assists is Schroeder averaging? Like four. Four or five. I yeah. I don't have the exact number in front of me. He's been playing decent though. Um, I, I I'm a big fan of Murray. I think Murray would be a good fit, especially with if you're in it for the long term with Coach Udoka. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense to bring someone in from the Spurs tree like that. Yep. Um, because he he's gonna know how Udoka wants to run it. Um. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about that is the package was just for Murray, Dejounte Murray. It was Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, and a second round pick. You know, if it's for Marcus Smart, I consider it. I don't want to give up Time Lord in that kind of deal. The only way I give up Time Lord in that kind of deal is if you have a trade for another center in the wings. Yep. You and I have talked about in the past, almost at nauseum, about people like Carleth and Towns. I mean, he could very well be available. I don't know if you saw the clip the other night. He is miserable there. He was sitting there on the court, and uh, Anthony Edwards had the ball in his hands, and he was dribbling, 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 yep. and Carl Anthony Towns straight up in the middle of the possession saw him get ready to shoot, turned around, and walked back to play defense. Yeah, he does not want to be there. No, he's miserable there. So, I mean, if, and at the time, if you remember when he got drafted, they're saying, next Tim Duncan, uh, he is the guy you want to build your franchise around. He is the center that breaks the mold. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that he just hasn't lived up to it yet. And uh, truthfully, the guy's a phenomenal player. He needs to get out of Minnesota before he just he, becomes a perennial loser. He is a insanely offensively talented, big, one of the best in the league. His mm-hmm. three-point percentage is, like, around 50%. I don't know if that's sustainable, but um, he has been shooting the ball really well. It's just the team, you know. They brought D'Lo there because they're friends, but mm-hmm. D'Lo's the kind of guy, like, I can't remember who they were playing the other night, but there was a game where Cat was balling, mm-hmm. and instead of giving Cat the ball down the stretch, they were D'Lo took it, dribbled the air out of it, and was trying to take, you know, the ice in my veins kind of shot, which, like, you don't need that. D'Lo, I, I understand why D'Lo does it. We're talking about a guy who brought that Nets team to the playoffs. And yeah. was the guy, and they completely booted him out of town for Kyrie and KD. And I think he's just trying to find a home, and he's trying to make himself look better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I told you from the start, I hated when the Nets got rid of him. I thought the Nets were building something with Kenny Atkinson and him. Yeah. Build around it. That was a scrappy team, and they had their leader in Russell. And I, I almost think that kind of killed his career. Mm-hmm. You know, he's. I mean, he went to the Warriors. Warriors got rid of him. And and the only reason why the Timberwolves picked him up is because he's friends with Carl Anthony And they Towns. want to keep him in town, so yep. no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... If you could, you and I have talked about. It. I know you're a big Jalen Brown fan. That being said, if you can get Carl Anthony Towns for Jalen Brown, I, I will go and pack his bags and drive him to the airport. <laughs> uh, you know, I look at a guy like that who is a ball moving center who could pass, shoot, rebound. He, he'd probably defend too if he really wants to put in the effort. Oh yeah, for sure. So that would be a situation where I'd be happy about getting Deontay Murray. But uh, you know, since we're on the topic of point guards, interesting name that's been floating out there. And I think if you're committed to building around Brown and Tatum, I almost wonder if it's worth taking a shot at this guy. It's in a very expensive shot, and it could screw you if it goes sideways. But we're, I almost feel like we're at the point of this team where you kind of have to shit or get off the pot and yeah. you have to take a big swing. That big swing would be 
the one and only John Wall. John Wall and his $45 million a year contract. It's $44 million this year. 47 right. next, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a player option, though. He's so not going to opt out. The way his contract rules, it's a $44 million for this year, $47 million player option for next year, and he's a UFA in 2023. Yeah, I believe he's 30 years old. Um, here's his averages from last year. He played in 40 games. He played 32 minutes a game, 40% from the floor, 30 from three. Mm. Uh, he put up 20.6 a game with 6.9 assists. It's not bad. I, I mean... For that price tag, it sucks. For but... the, so that price tag, it sucks. We have to remember, that was his first year coming back from a major injury. That's true, and he was playing on the depleted as F Rockets. Yeah, it was a him, DeMarcus... Cousins and Christian Wood Christian show. Christian Wood, yeah. Yeah, which Christian Wood is like an offensive center. Yeah, sure thing, but, you know. Yeah, you can't really, you know, get a lot of assists or anything. He's not stopping anything. No, exactly. And um, Cousins, I mean, is like a former shell of himself at this point, which, I mean, I, I want to circle back to Cousins because I want to ask you about something that later on. Okay. But, you know, John Wall to me would be the kind of guy, you know, he, if he does opt in, that's an expensive contract. That's also an expensive expiring contract. So I wonder, would you take a shot on John Wall for this season, see how it works out? Because, again, you've had some success with Brown and Tatum on the court when you had somebody like a Dennis Schroeder out there. Yeah. To me, even at a hobbled state, John Wall is a better player than Dennis Schroeder. So if you could go out there, get John Wall, and at least stay healthy, would you do it? Um. Yeah, I think I would, depending on what we would have to give up because – We'd have to give up quite a bit because of that contract. Mm -hmm. um, that's the only issue, and that might just deplete our whole entire bench, mm -hmm. um, which, I mean, honestly, our bench hasn't been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I'd probably do it depending on, you know, what the package was um, because he also, I feel like he's going to be very healthy this year. He better it, be. <laughs> yeah, because he hasn't been playing much. and like He hasn't played at all this year. Yeah, the Rockets literally told him, stay home, we'll pay you, it doesn't matter. Complete opposite of the Ben Simmons situation. Mm -hmm. um, and I think he wants to play basketball, and he's ready to get back on the court and see, show what he can do, especially in the East. I mean, from what I've been hearing, too, he's been the consummate professional down there. Mm -hmm. um, him and Houston came to this conclusion together. It was good to move on. It wasn't nasty. It was nothing. They just both said, you know, Houston wants to go young. They want to rebuild. He doesn't want to play that game. He wants to win. Yeah. So, you know, they talked it out, and they said, you know what, let's find you a new home. He still shows up to practices, and he's done a really good job with some of those young players. Yeah, but you and know. he's been on the bench, too, for their games. Like, yeah. he's absolutely professional. He looks like a different kind of player now in the sense that he looks like a team player. Yeah. Um, and I, To be honest, you know, I almost feel like you should take the swing on a guy like that. First of all, if he comes in and works out, holy shit. I mean, I know you don't have a very large window with a guy. I mean, he uses his explosiveness a lot, and he's 30 years old. But that being said, if you can sit there and you could build something with him for a year or two, I mean, that might be a nice little setup. Imagine you're talking about how Marcus Smart throws dimes to uh, Rob Williams down low. We're talking about John Wall. He used to do it for a living with Boogie Cousins back oh in the Oh, my gosh, Tucky. yeah. And um, him and, and Gortat, too, when he played in um, Washington. That's right, that's right. He'd throw lobs to him all the time, uh, but... John Wall was the biggest enigma to me because this guy has so much talent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his explosiveness to get to the cup, uh, he's not the best three-point shooter, He's but and he's more of a throwback point guard. We were talking a couple weeks ago about that kind of point guard works perfectly, Chris Paul. You know, if John Wall's right, 
I think that's the closest approximation of Chris Paul you're going to get. Yep, and I think, honestly, if we have John Wall and we say we keep him for the two years and then he comes uh, becomes an unrestricted free agent, he could rehabilitate his career. He might not get, obviously, as big of a payday, but we could re-sign him to a really decent deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's still only going to be 32 by the time that deal ends. Mm-hmm. That gives us a nice window where, you know, it probably slows down significantly where he's 35. Mm-hmm. That's going to give us a great window, a championship window, which is what we're looking for with Tatum and Brown in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's one of those things I definitely think it's worth looking at. There's also been rumors about him getting bought out. Um, the only thing, I don't know if you'll be able to get him on a buyout market unless you offer him more money than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, a starting spot. Uh, Miami's been sniffing at him. Even with Kyle Lowry? Even with Kyle Lowry. Huh. Because they're worried about Lowry's health. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, my thing with John Wall, if you're trying to rehabilitate your career, why would you go to the Heat where you're going to ride Pine? I mean, yeah, you're going to get decent minutes, but you're still not going to start. Yeah. There's no way you're starting over Lowry. No, definitely not. I mean, there's a couple other teams I could see him going to over us, but... The only team that would make sense, in my opinion, for him to go to, to start over us, would probably be the Brooklyn Nets. Because with Kyrie out... Yeah. That way, I mean, that gives them that top flight point guard. I don't know enough if I necessarily like the fit. No, I, I hate that fit. But, I mean, God. John Wall finally got to play with James Harden. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like he'd be a good fit, even like on a Denver or a Dallas. Well, Denver, is Mario for the year or is he just out for most of it? Uh, I feel like he'll probably be out for most of the year. I don't know. I actually don't know. That's that's the thing I worry about with that fit. Um, I mean, the two of them on the court together would be scary. I mean, you have Mar- mm-hmm. you can have John Wall take it up, dish it to a wide open Mario in the corner, yeah. lights out. Money. Um, uh, maybe even Atlanta in that sense. Take some ball handling pressure off Trey Young. Yeah, and add a little bit more size. Not much, but a little, a little bit more. Bit. Yeah. Um, so I circle back. You know, I brought up Bookie Cousins. And it's not necessarily Boogie Cousins himself, but in my opinion, the Celtics are missing something right now. And I think what they're missing, in my opinion, I mean, they need a better backup center, a third center. Like I said, I love Canner. He's not working out, in my opinion. You need to bring in someone who can give you a little bit more serviceability than that. Um, But I also think the Celtics team is missing a name. And what I'm trying to say by that is, you know, and I, I don't mean these players in particular, but, you know, you have a bunch of you have young guys on our team right now that are running that show. And if you look at our bench, yeah, they're veterans, they're names, but they're yeah. not the names. Look at the Lakers. You have Dwight Howard and Carmelo Anthony on the bench. You're going to tell me if you had one of those two guys on our t- bench, right, that these young guns wouldn't look at them and look at what and listen to what they had to say with right. their clout? I mean... The, these are guys who are all-stars and great players, Hall of Professionals. Famous. And, you know, like right now you have, like, the Josh Richardsons, the Ennis Cantors, you know, the Al Horford. You have all these veterans who are, are – they are names, absolutely. They're, like, B-tier, though. Yeah, I'm talking about future Hall of Famers. Look at the heat with Udonis Haslam. It's a little bit of a different scenario, but Haslam doesn't even play. He played, it, I think, in one game last, last year. Last year, just a foul. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so – but you know what I mean? Like, you have that veteran leader who looks at the young guys and says, get your shit together. Yeah. Um, and and it sticks. I think the – obviously, Haslam doesn't play anymore, so you would have to bring someone in who actually can still play. Right. But I look at – look what Vince Carter did for the Hawks. The Hawks said that he is a big reason for why they play the way they do mm-hmm. because he gave them some veteran leadership. Yep. Uh, I think we need to do something like that. I, I don't know who that name is. You know, I, I did say DeMarcus Cousins earlier, but to me with the DeMarcus Cousins – I think that's a guy worth a gamble on. Yeah. 
he's he continuously shows flashes of being that old boogie. I just don't know if he still has it to do it on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. But there's time watching the Clippers last year where I'm like, holy shit, is he back? Yeah, how much has he been playing this year? He is not even uh, playing. He hasn't even played. He's no. just on the John Wall program. Uh, no, he's not even on a team. Oh, he isn't? No, oh. last time I checked, I believe he's in China now. Wow, yeah. Which, which does remind me, when I was uh, looking some Cantor tweets earlier, someone responded with uh, something of, wow, Cantor, you're ballsy. Can't believe you're taking a shot at China when you're going to be playing there in a couple months. <laughs> so That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I thought that was wild. But, um, yeah, I mean. Roasted. Yeah, you know, I, I've, I've looked at some centers around for a while now, too. Like, Dwayne Dedman. The fact that he was kicking around, I think, last year, we never took a look at him. Yeah, is he on the Grizzlies? No, he's on the Heat. He, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Heat picked him up last year, uh, I think, on waivers, and he's been a force for them. Uh, but, I mean, he's a seven-footer. He can shoot threes. He's a tough rebounder. He blocks shots. Um, I'm pretty sure he's an old Spurs guy, too. He is an old Spurs guy. Uh, one of the things I liked, or didn't disliked, I mean, is uh, I think Danny Ainge fucked us a little bit in the sense that watching Clint Capella play last night. Oof. Remember, we were in on him for a while. Yeah. There, and then we, I feel like we thought we had our own version in Rob Williams. And I'm not, I love Rob Williams. But don't you wish it kind of went after Clint Capella? Yeah, I mean, Clint Capella's got that durability, too. And he's a better defender. Mm-hmm. And Rob Williams is a great defender, but Clint Capella's better. Yeah. Um, I would say Rob has a little bit more tricks up his sleeve offensively that he hasn't shown yet. Like, Capella, if you get him, if you get him anywhere away from the basket, he's useless offensively. I mean, same with Rob Williams, though. Rob Williams, I will agree with you, same, but I think that's by a choice. Because if you notice, there's been a couple times he's got the ball in his hands. And he thinks about it. He thinks about it. And the <laughs> fact that he's thinking about it either means he's dumb as fuck or that he can do it, but he's like, nah, if I miss this, they're not going to give me the Coach ball. Coach is going to pull me out yeah. real quick. Because <laughs> I remember watching him in the summer league. He knocked down some of those shots. He can shoot. Yeah. He's got a decent-looking shot. I think he just knows his role in the team and just does what he he's told to do, and that's it. And, like, I heard a quote from him the other day. He's like, Man, I can't wait to get back. I've been having a lot of fun playing this year. Like, it's so much fun. And he's been playing at a career high in minutes. I gotta tell you, I love Time Lord. Same. He's one of my favorite players on this team. Yeah, I agree. I hope, like, don't get me wrong. You tell me you're trade for Carl Anthony Towns, I'm gonna do a backflip. Probably not because it won't end well for me. No. But, uh, same. Yeah, I'll probably break my neck if I can even get that far. Um, but, yeah. (laughs) It'll probably just look like me falling. But, you know, honestly, like, I love Rob Williams. His talent level. He is immensely talented. I've said it to you before. He may have some of the most basketball talent on this team. Yeah. He because the things he can do, the guy can jump out of the gym. His basketball timing is also disgusting. Oh my How, god! Yeah. The way he times up his shot blocks. Amazing. Yeah, it's it, he's got talent, and I think he can learn how to shoot. He's got it in him. I yeah. think he's got the talent to be our third star. It's just a matter of unlocking it and keeping them like up on the court. Yeah, I think he just needs to pack on some like a few more pounds to kind of get that dirt, like some muscle to help that skinny frame, so he doesn't get injured as easily. Um, but I mean, he was like I said earlier a second ago. He's playing a career high in minutes, yeah. um, which is you know a good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's starting. I mean, he's only missed I think one game so far, maybe two. I'm not. I think not. two. Um, or he left early in the. Um, yes. He left early in the game before the Hawks game. The Bulls was it? No, no. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Cavaliers. Cavaliers, yes, yeah, that's he right. He left early in the Cavaliers game. The first Cavaliers game, so he did miss two. No, second. Was Cavali- that, was it the second, it was one? second okay. Cavaliers game. Yep. He got hurt, and then, um, ironically enough, the one we won. Um, but and then he missed the last game, which obviously he would have been a big help. Uh, quick name I want to throw out there. I've been 
endorsing this guy, trying to get him to Boston for years. It only makes sense. Bring home Nerlens Noel. Right? I would love him as a backup center. I mean, he fits everything that we're trying to do here. He's defensive-minded. He's a rebounder. He's a shot blocker. He's tall, and he can run. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, no-brainer. And I don't think he's going to get playing time in New York because they have Randall, they have Mitchell Robinson, and they have Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. And who they spent, like, I think he was the fourth overall pick. Bing bong. But, you know, they have these guys over there, and they have almost like a gluttony of big men where Noel's not going to get as many minutes. So unless someone gets hurt, but why not bring him in? You could probably get him for a late pick. Yeah, probably. Um, is Taj Gibson still playing on the uh, Knicks, too? Oh, I got to look that up. I can't remember. I, I, even, I, I knew he played there last year. I honestly can't remember. I didn't even know Taj Gibson was still a thing. Yeah, anywhere Tibbs is, Taj is. <laughs> That's a, honestly, fair. And Rose. Uh, yeah. Who's no. actually, honestly, like, uh, while you're looking that up, I'll, I will say Rose is having a very good season. Did you see what he said um, in comparison to, like, Tom Brady? They asked him how long he wanted to play, and he said he wanted to Tom Brady that-ish. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that. Um He's like the next Vince Carter. He's just going to be in the league for like 25 million years. He is still on the Knicks, by the way. Okay, I thought so. So, yeah, they also have Taj Gibson. So why not just give us Nerlens Noel? Here you go. I, I would love Nerlens Noel. I mean, you can, and he's a guy, too, who can get legitimate minutes, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, for I'm sure. Not, I'm not saying start him, but, you know, if you're going right to run... Right behind Williams? If you're going to play a dub big, you can have him be the first big man off the bench because Grant Williams is not a big man. No, I I, st- I still don't understand that. He, I mean, he's all of a, Grant Williams has all of a sudden learned how to shoot. Which that's come out of nowhere, but you know he's not really a big man. He he's got a big body. Yeah, he's he's just thick. Yeah, <laughs> really. He reminds me of a big baby, but less of a crybaby attitude. Yeah, and a little smaller. Not much though. No, I'm um, just I'm looking up his height right now because I'm curious. Yeah, he's only six, six six. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like on that Draymond Green program. He's six eight on his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's only twenty two. Yeah, he's a dog though. That's I, nuts. I'll, I'll I'll give him that much credit. He's gritty out there, but I'm not really the biggest Grant Williams fan. I feel like Grant Williams is that guy, almost like um, who's that guy in the Bucks that just uh, who helped him? Sammy Ojale? No, 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 oh. no. The one they got in a trade last year. He's got the Bobby Portis. Oh yeah. The, he's like a Bobby Portis this stage in his career. You bring him off the bench when you need grit. P.J. Tucker. Yeah. You, you need some grit. Let me and some undersize. Let me come have you come out on the court. Just a dog who's You're just gonna, gonna be under somebody. your skin. Yeah. Just a big body. Yeah. Just that's come how in, I feel Get about some hard fouls. Um. But he can stretch the floor. Let me ask you. Excited for this Lakers game? I am. Yeah. Um. I just really I hope LeBron returns because I just want to see like a good competitive NBA game with you, LeBron. You want to know I want LeBron to be there? Why? Tatum steps it up every oh, time. Oh, that's true. That's I, true. I mean, if you think about it, too, against Trey Young last night, yeah, they always get compared. Trey Young's always talked about being wanted more than Tatum. Yep. And he goes out and has the stat line he did last night. And you know he's, first of all, it's Kobe's team. You know he wants to put on against Cody. Kobe's oh, yeah, team. for sure. And uh, going head against LeBron, you know he's going to want to put up numbers. Yeah, he wants to dunk on him again like he did when he was playing in the playoffs against yeah. the Cavs. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think Tatum's going to show up. I hope Brown plays. I hope, um, you know, is going to be there, obviously. I hope he plays well. I just want to see a really good competitive basketball game, especially Lakers and Celtics. Like You, you have to watch you can't, those. You yeah. can't go wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that both squads are healthy. I don't want any excuses. I want... Both teams. I mean, I think the Lakers are going to blow us out, I'll yeah. be honest. Uh, well, it's one of those games where you think they're going to blow us out and it's going to be, like, wicked tight. And, um, you know, because we're both both teams are struggling. The Lakers are 8-8. Eight and eight. I'm going to be honest. You know what I think is going to kill us? Russ. 
Russell, yeah. I think Russ is going to eat our point guards alive. Honestly, I wouldn't have minded if we got Russ this offseason. He's like the kind of perfect style point guard that we could use where he's just looking to pass. He can rebound. He can shoot. John I mean, takes up too many shots. Yeah, away. but, I mean, when you have Tatum on your team and Brown, like you, he's going to defer, I feel like. Bradley Beal almost led the league in scoring last year playing with Russ. Yeah, I'll give you that much. I'll agree with you that much, but I think... He was with, second behind Steph. If there's two guys... Yeah, and that, and that was uh, Steph sat out at the end of the year, didn't he too? No, um, or did Beal sit Beale, out? Beal missed like last game. Steph scored like two extra points. That's or whatever, right. That's beat, right. Beat Barely. Um, I I think with Russ, if in a two man show, he fits it very well. But if you add a third, it starts to get dicey because Russ wants his shots. Yeah, that's fair. You add in a third star, Russ is gonna lose some of those shots. Yeah, that's true. But that that's not necessarily a bad thing. But uh, speaking of Steph, um, I was I was gonna mention it last week, but I was really looking forward to the Warriors Nets game. And what a disappointment that was. It was fun to watch Steph ball. Mm-hmm. Nine three-pointers. I saw a stat going around where he has like 37 games with nine three-pointers. And the rest, like anyone else closest to him has, I think, nine. I ended up knocking during that game. But KD had himself a game too, didn't he? Uh, no, he didn't play that great. I mean, he's 32 minutes, 19 points, six for 19 shooting. Oh, wow, that's um, bad for him. Yeah, real bad. Um, and then Harden also 32 minutes, six for 13 shooting, 24 points. Um, and Steph honestly locked down Harden on a couple of those possessions. Steph was playing out of his mind. He had, let me see, 37 points, 12 for 19 shooting, uh, nine three-pointers, seven rebounds, and five assists. And he's looking like the clear front runner for MVP. Is there anyone else you got in, like, MVP conversation? Not uh, yet. KD? It's, it's way too early for me on this aspect. Um, I'm not I'm not really sure. It looks like Luka's been balling out a little bit. Steph has obviously been a monster. LeBron's been out this time, but I think as soon as he gets back on the court, he's going to reestablish himself. He always does. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I had a Dark Horse MVP, and he really fell off a little bit. I was really hoping Julius Randle. Julius Randle's MVP case? He was playing like a dog, man. Um, I, I love Julius Randle. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because when the draft was happening, they were saying the Celtics were going to get him. And I was like, please, for the love of God, do not take Julius Randle. Now I would kill the hell. Right, I know, especially now. I mean, all these former Lakers are great, but uh, one thing I also wanted to mention about the uh, Nets-Warriors game was how pissed are you going to be as a Brooklyn fan base or like a Brooklyn player having your fan base screaming MVP for Steph Curry? Well, and this is what... Curry. This is one of the problems when you start having these second-tier teams in these locations because, you know, you have the Nets, but that's not a Nets city. No, it's Knicks City through and through. Even though the Knicks are hot trash, it's still a Knicks city. The L.A., I don't care how good the Clippers are. It's a Lakers city. Yep. Um, you know, you have these double-team cities that it's – it's there's no loyalty. There, uh, it, these, these people jump ship on every little thing. Yep. You know, I talk about an upstart franchise with a fan base? Toronto. Yeah. Um, you know, Memphis, they don't really show up for their team as much. But, like, I would, I would, I would, take, I would take Memphis's crowd base over Brooklyn's. It, it, to me, honestly – it almost reminds me of, like, Miami Heat-esque. Yeah. Like, remember the Heat fans would just show up because it was LeBron? Was well, there. they would show up, like, 20 do. minutes late to every game, too, when they were winning championships. Uh, my thing is, is I can't believe, I heard this today, that the Nets still don't sell out games. That's crazy to Which me. blows my mind. You have two of the top-tier players Three, in the Three, technically, if Kyrie would play, but... But I'm not even... Not even then, though. You have... Kevin Durant, who is arguably anywhere in the top three. He's a show. Three. You want to see Kevin Durant. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. And the he's... reason I say top three is because I feel like you still have to throw Kawhi in there somewhere. You know, LeBron, Kawhi. Steph. I, I, to me, Steph is down or not, is like probably four or five. Really? Yeah, and it's not. It's no disrespect to Steph. 
it's more of you start and then you start adding in the defensive capabilities of some of these players because Kawhi can put up points too, but he's gonna lock you down. Yeah, KD can play defense when he wants to, mm-hmm. and LeBron is I LeBron. Mean, Steph locked down hard in the last night, and so I'm I not, mean he I'm, can play it when he wants to as well. I'm not gonna disagree in that. It's right. just more along the lines of it's almost like a size. But there's also like you, there's a, I'm on the gap between. Two and four to me is minuscule. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things where it's a numbers game. There's too many good players, and it just depends on preference too. I feel like. Um, you're, I mean, you telling me as a team if I had to start with Steph Curry, I'm telling you, I'm gonna be upset about it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I would be very happy with Steph Curry as my best player. It's and I'm not trying to insult him with saying he's the fourth best at all. It just it's a numbers game. Yeah. Um. So, do you think KD regrets leaving? Golden State and going no. to play with Kyrie? Uh, uh, playing with Kyrie, yes. Leaving uh, Golden State, no. Okay. Um, I, I think he hated Draymond. They're friends now, which They're is They're friends funny. now, but at the same time, you're sometimes you're better. You can't work with your friends always. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you work with somebody, it ends up, it's bad, and then you leave, and that's when you realize maybe it wasn't as bad. Right. But I, I just don't... Draymond is the kind of player you have to have the right mentality to play with him. Draymond locked KD down last night, which is why he only had nine... Excuse me, 19 points. Mm-hmm. And Draymond is looking like a defensive player of the year candidate this early in the season. I think I he's think like motivated. State, I'm not, I think they tanked a little last year and the year before. I think they purposely played like crap, yeah. to be honest. I, I think they were looking for some picks. and you well, know. They know they're not going to do anything without Thompson. And, and I, think, I think they can be a competitive team. Uh, look, they, have, they don't have Thompson this year, and they're competitive. They don't have Wiseman this year, and they're competitive. No, yeah, Wiseman's coming back soon, though. Soon, yeah. But, I mean, same with uh, yeah. Thompson. Like, Christmas ish, yeah, around there. Um, but the thing is, like that, the way that team is, they're good enough to be make the playoffs in the West, even when they're when even they're with injured. that. Yeah, like last year, they could have. I mean, they basically did, but they didn't. Um, it's just because Steph was having a crazy season, and I think um, the Warriors this year remind me of the year before KD came and um, they made it to the finals. I'm telling you, man, once you add team is Thompson deep. and Wiseman, that's a scary team. That's a finals contender. I, I, I've i been hyping up Wiseman to you, and you know this for yeah. the last couple of years. Now. I still haven't seen it, but, I mean, I, I, he he's flashes. still young. He had flashes. Yeah, he had flashes, but he's young. He just, like, he kind of, um, who does he remind me of? I don't know. He just, like, looks lost sometimes. That, I mean, that's a complicated team to run in when you're running with it's, Steph yeah, Curry out there and it's Draymond. Not typical. Draymond's a very – it's not a typical losing team. No. Um, they, it was a team that just had injuries and bad luck, mm-hmm. and so they had a high pick. I, I personally think he's a perfect fit in that team. He's he's like seven one seven two. Yeah. And they, that's a team that didn't have size. That was the one thing they were lacking as a true starting center. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Look at the past history of centers there. They had the remains of Andrew Bogut. Uh, something called a Festus Azili. Uh, Festus. Uh, something called a Kevin Looney. He's still there, Kevon Looney. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, don't even. They, get had, me they had a boogie, a, a corpse of boogie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he wasn't quite a corpse yet. But no, he was pretty damn close. Yeah, um, but you know they've they've really David shown, Lee. David Lee, I love David Lee. Right. He was the best worst player in the world. That guy used to drop buckets and have it mean mm-hmm. absolutely nothing. He'd be like, he'd go home and be like, honey, I dropped 30 tonight. And it's like, we lost by 60. But I got 30. Yeah, like, that guy would put up numbers and it would have absolutely no effect on the game. And it's like Andre Drummond, who drops 2020s. And it's like, yeah, we still lost by 40. Yep. Uh, I saw something crazy. Like, Andre Drummond has, like, 86, 20, re- 20 rebound games in his career. The guy's a vacuum. It's just, But, like, 86? He's only been in the league for, like, eight years. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't shock me with him. I know, but it's 86? Yeah, That's it's a lot. It really doesn't shock me with him, truthfully. Because um, he's the kind of guy, he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's got decent size, but, and he's not overly athletic. 
But if he wants that board, he's getting that board. I honestly wouldn't mad at, be mad if we got Drummond. Um, I would with ta- the emergence of Time Lord. I would be. But he's playing backup minutes behind Embiid right now. Yeah. So, like, yeah. that's what I mean. In that same situation. Or, like, maybe just switch him on nights where you have, like, a bigger center. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would love that. The only, well, the only thing I'll disagree with you on that in the aspect of because he looks at Embiid and knows he can't start over Embiid, he'd look at Time Lord and say, yeah. why am I not starting over it's him? That's true. So, but if before Time Lord's emergence, I would have 100% taken Right, Drummond. yeah, I agree. I've been calling for us to get him for years. Uh, before we uh, say our goodbyes, what's your uh, take for tomorrow's game? Do you think we're going to win, lose? What do you think? Um, I think it's going to be a close, competitive game. I, If I had to throw it out, I'd say we're going to win. Um, Celtics, you know, I bleed green. So um, I, I got us winning by, it's going to be a close game, four points. So like a 110, 106. Top scores for each game? Um, or each team, I'm sorry. Tatum, going to go for 30, Okay. I think. And I think if LeBron comes back, he's going to go for like a 28 triple-double. The only thing that scares me, if Brown comes back, I think Brown's going to try to take a lot of shots too. Brown's, he might ease into it though. I would hope so, but his first game back from COVID, he dropped, he dropped 40. He did ball. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not saying I don't think Brown's capable of it, but part of me is like Tatum puts on in these big games. Maybe defer to him a little bit more. Yeah, we'll see. So Yeah, but, I'm excited. I'd say um, so I want to start a new segment. And uh, that's just game of the week, what we're looking forward to for the next week. What do you and then, got? And then on the next pod, um, we will talk about that game. Yeah. And that game is the Lakers versus Celtics. That, that's why I didn't, I didn't broach the subject because so, I feel like uh, us being Boston Celtics fans, if we said anything but Lakers-Celtics, yep. we would have to get our head again. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, I was going to say Warriors-Nets last week for my game. Um, I just slipped my mind and I didn't. But I'm going to start making that a regular segment. And, yeah, that's pretty much all we got for today. And uh, thank you for listening to the pod. Thanks for listening, guys. Again, please, please, please take a look at our Instagram. Subscribe. Drop us some likes. you have any questions, comments, concerns, something you want us to talk about, uh, you don't like how we're talking about something, well, go fuck yourself. We're probably not going to change it. <laughs> but, you know, you know, if there's anything you guys want to hear, um, send us some questions. Absolutely, man. I'd be more than happy to answer any of them in our own opinions. And take it from there. Again, thank you. Listen to Two Shots of the Line with Nick and Skur. I'm Nick. I'm Skur. Take it easy, guys. Peace. Have a good Thanksgiving if we don't talk to yes, you Yes, happy Thanksgiving, everybody.